的书上，咱最近开始一个新的系列，叫做《耶稣就是答案》。We will continue with our series. Jesus is the answer. That is, we will continue with our series. The Corinthian church had divisions because they did not understand the truth of the cross. And they used man's wisdom to look at the cross. So, and so in their eyes, the cross was weak and it was useless. And so Christ was not their satisfaction. And they, uh, they allowed men to be their satisfaction. And so I follow Paul. I follow Apollos. And I, I follow Paul. Peter. Because they did not understand that the cross is God's power and God's wisdom. In chapter one, verse seventeen. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. This is a, this is a, this is a comparison. And this is a comparison. This is a comparison between the wisdom and eloquence in the cross of Christ. Wisdom and eloquence refers to something that's plural. But in the original text, the cross of Christ is something singular. It is but one message. Wisdom. A lot of people have different kinds of wisdom. But then the message of the cross is only one. And it is a message that will forever not change. And for two thousand years, it has been the same message. And you can um, you know about this word wisdom. In chapter one, verse seventeen until three, verse Wisdom in the Greek language. Language is Sophia, and it was mentioned sixteen times. So this one single topic is about what is called true wisdom. And so this Bible, these Bible verses talk about what really is wisdom. There are two kinds of wisdom. It is wisdom that comes from worldly knowledge and education. And the other type is wisdom that comes from God's revelation. And so there are two types. It is worldly wisdom and revealed wisdom. And the main essence of the gospel is not worldly wisdom. But the real essence of the gospel is revealed wisdom. And the main essence of the gospel is Christ and Him crucified. And this is a wisdom that the worldly people will never understand. It's not that they are not intelligent enough. They are really intelligent. But then they will forever not understand what Christ is and His and Him crucified. 
this wisdom is not something that comes from the world it is something that comes from the revelation of God in chapter 1 verses 18 to 25 it allows us to understand three messages of the cross the cross is God's power the cross is God's wisdom and the cross is God's message let me explain let me explain number one first the cross is God's power if you look at verse 18 for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the power of God and what do we call the uh, knowledge of the, the wisdom of the cross and what is the truth of the cross the Lord Jesus God's son became man and he was crucified on the cross for men and he bore all the sins of mankind on the third day he rose again and those who repent and confess and believe in him will then receive eternal life and this is the the message of the cross in its simplest form. But then there are two different kinds of responses. For the, uh, those who are perishing, they consider this as foolishness. But those who are being saved, they consider this as the power of God. It is the same message. But there are two kinds of responses. Why? Why? Foolish means folly, absurd, and ridiculous. It is an impossible thing. How is it that God can become man? Impossible. It is impossible. And on the third day, he rose again after dying. And it is something ridiculous. And what is great power? It is an explosive strength. And it is a great power. It is strange. People have different kinds of responses. You know why? You know why? Because there's only one reason. And it is the attitude. They have different attitudes. The moment that we hear this message, then we have different types of attitudes as we face these messages. One type of people, they would reject everything that would go against their own viewpoints. And those that are contradictory to their values, they will reject them. And they will reject everything that goes against their philosophies. You know why? Why? Because they have a set of things in their minds. They are not able to accept new opinions. And they feel that they are always right. And these are people who believe that they are infallible. And there are many people who are likewise. What I think is the best. No matter what you say, I will never believe you. I will not accept it. And the Bible says, 
That is why it brings this kind, these kinds of people to destruction. And on the contrary, there are people who are humble enough to accept this message. Because for those who are being saved, they consider this as a power of God. And it is being said, salvation. Salvation does not pertain to knowing about salvation. It is an experience of salvation. Please do remember that the gospel of the cross is not about wisdom. It is not something that human wisdom can understand. Logic. It is not something that logic or your own reasoning can understand. And you have to use faith to accept the gospel. Because uh, faith will, um, will produce this thing inside of you. And Paul said, for us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For those who believe and have accepted the gospel, we have this kind of experience. And we experience how the gospel changes our lives. And how the gospel allows us or enables us to face sin. And the gospel allows me to understand It's not that I have changed myself But it is God who has changed me And in this world today It is an information age Whatever kind of knowledge or information you want You just search for it in the computer and it will come out But I ask you Educational, education in this world or worldly wisdom will this cause one person to change and if you search it in the computer if you type a message how is it that I can become a successful person there are 10 or more than 10 messages that will come out and they will speak of it really well and then type again how is it that I will discipline my children and there are a lot of messages that will come out as well and there are many educational experts who will teach you how to become a good father and a good mother and they will speak of it and discuss it really well and then type again how is it that you will have a beautiful marriage there will be a lot of experts in marriage who will share with you their opinions and advices, dear church. Whatever thing you want to know about, you do not have any reason today to say that you do not know about it. If you do not know about it, there's only one reason it means you are lazy. And you have not learned. You have to learn anything in the computer. You, have, you can learn anything in the computer. And I ask you, and the world has it, has it improved because of this? Parents! Parents! After reading a lot of information, do you become a better parent? Husband. Husbands. Are you, do you really want to be a good husband? No. No. And what is it that we're lacking? The more the more knowledge we input into our heads. 
The problem is that we are not able to apply it in our lives. Then comes the myth. And what is it that we're lacking? Then comes the We lack one thing. Power. It is power. We do not have this power to live out the things that we have read about. Chairman. And I ask you. Where does power come from? In Psalm 62 verse 11 One thing God has spoken Two things I have heard Power belongs to you God Power, power belongs to you, belongs to you. Power belongs to God. And so only God can change our lives. May the Lord help us. It's not about how much education, knowledge, or wisdom that we have obtained. And so Paul said, in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. And if you are willing to obey, I ought to believe. And accept the simple message of the cross. And if you repent and believe in the Lord, the Lord will be able to save us until the end. And God's power can change the things that are unchangeable. If you ask the Christians who are born again, you will see that the life, the, the changes in their lives are very wonderful. Amazing. Amazing Grace, right? There's a song that, uh, entitled Amazing Grace. It is when a person believes in the Lord and that the amazing grace of the Lord changes that person. And so may the Lord help Daddy, us. Second, the cross is God's wisdom. If you look at verses 19 to 21, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. And the main point of these three verses talks about it tells us that worldly wisdom is totally useless when it comes to spiritual things. And please do remember, it's not that worldly wisdom is, not, is useless. This world continues, uh, continues to improve. If you look at your mobile phone, this is not a cell phone. Camera is also here. It has, it has a lot of functions in it. And this is the wisdom of man. And in this world, uh, it continues to improve. And um, medicine, medicine also improves. So it prolongs life. And it prolongs our lives. But then, when it comes to spiritual things, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Worldly wisdom will totally be useless. So Paul said, I will uh, frustrate. I will. Destroy the wisdom of 
the wise. And the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. And this utilizes what was mentioned in Isaiah chapter 29 verse 14. And you have to understand the background of this Bible verse. At that time, Judah was facing the invasion of Assyria. A very, oh, a very wise leader was thinking about a plan. And he said that Assyria is really strong. And Judah won't be able to tolerate them. And so we have to form an alliance with Egypt. And we have to form an alliance with Egypt. So that we can attack Assyria together. And the Bible says, They did not fully rely upon the Lord. And they wanted to rely on the people of Egypt to attack, uh, to attack Assyria. And this is very similar to our world today. If you look at it, Taiwan, Taiwan, South Korea, and even Philippines. All these countries would want to have a good relationship with the United States. Why? Why? Because they are very afraid of mainland China and North Korea. And I am not talking about politics. But this is the method coming out from the wisdom of men. And there is nothing wrong with it because the United States is very strong. And if uh, the United States will be our backup, <coughs> then, uh, the, the United, uh, then China will be afraid. And in the Bible, before, there was the same principle. Judah wanted to form an alliance with Egypt so that they can face Assyria. But then the result was Assyria attacked Egypt. In the end, Egypt was defeated. And so the prophet told the people. The wisdom of the wise will perish. The intelligence of the intelligent will vanish. And many times, the churches commit the same mistakes. We oftentimes feel this world, they have, uh, when there are VIPs who believe in this world, we feel that this is such a great contribution to the church. Superstars or movie stars after they believe in the Lord, or the CEOs of great companies after they believe in the Lord, or the government officials, the president, the vice president, the judge. After they believe in the Lord, we feel that the church will have a great revival. But it is not necessarily the case. Of I do not go against VIPs believing in the Lord. Because there is no VIP who is not a sinner. And they need salvation. But then please do remember the church. After a VIP believes in the Lord, please do remember that we, will, we should not have a special appointment. To that you have to come and share your testimony or you come and serve or you become the elder of the church become the deacon of the church your church please do remember that you will harm the church because they are not ready yet 
Because you are not ready yet. If you do this, and uh, the Christian should be the superstars in the church. And Paul said, that uh, the ordinary new believer the new believers cannot uh, become uh, cannot hold responsibilities in the church lest this person becomes conceited but oftentimes you have this misconception if this person comes and testifies in our church we feel that there will be a revival in the church no no, it is, not the case. it is not necessarily the case. You should not use man's wisdom to govern the church. And Paul asked four questions. Where is the wise person? What is the use of a wise person? And what is it that he has accomplished? Has the world become better because of wise people? And where is the teacher of the law? And this is a sentence or a question towards the Jews. Where are the wise people? And where is the philosopher of this age? And this is towards the Gentiles who are wise people. Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Because the wise people in this world if they, they have laughed at the cross, they feel that this is foolishness. But then I ask you, and because of your wisdom, has the world become better? It is not the case. The world has not become better. And among men, problems have increased. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even at home, there are quarrelings that happen. Why? Why? Because the world has become worse. And it, it all the more has lost its peace. And allow me to under, uh, allow me to say this. But this is not something that I have mentioned. And you can believe, you can also choose to not believe. And I also do not believe 100%. And what is it that they mentioned? They said that those who raise pigs do not eat pork. And those who raise chicken does not eat chicken. And I ask, is it true? It is possible that it's not 100% correct. But then what is it that they're pointing out? There are these kinds of people that they are, they are businessmen who do not have the conscience. And for the sake of earning money, they would dare do everything. And it is very dreadful. They would keep injecting they would inject into the chicken, the pig, and the fish. So that the size would become larger. But then these things are not good for the body. And people have wisdom. But has the wisdom of man caused this world to become a better place? And in these past years, we know that cancer has become more and more rampant. And where does cancer come from? 
There's a great change in your genes. How is it that it will change? Because there are a lot of questions. But there's one thing that will never change. Whatever you have eaten, that goes into your stomach. And uh, food would have been one of the causes. You have eaten a lot of chemicals and this, uh, these chemicals have entered into our bodies. And why is that? Because these were done by the businessmen. These were done by the wise men. May the Lord help us. The cross is God's wisdom and it is not man's wisdom. Third, the cross is God's message. If you look at verse 22, Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Paul said, Jews demand signs. And uh, the Jews would be a human race full of miracles. Abraham. And their forefather Abraham, at, the, at 100 years old, he begot a son. This is a miracle. And this is a miracle. Moses. And how about Moses? He performed 10 miracles in Egypt. And the Red Sea divided. And they were in the wilderness for 40 years. And every day there was manna for them. And there was water coming out from the rock. This is miracles. And this is, these are miracles. And when Joshua, Joshua, when he was fighting against the land of Canaan, the sun and the, then the moon stopped. And so from the time that they were young, the Jews knew that their, their nation was full of miracles. And the two great prophets of the Jews, Elijah and Elisha, Elijah performed eight miracles. Elisha performed 16 miracles. miracles. And these are miracles. And if you look at the New Testament, the Lord Jesus, in the Bible, the, the miracles that were recorded in the Bible, there were 35 of those. And so the Jews wanted miracles. How about the Greeks? How about the Greeks, the Gentiles? They look for wisdom. And during the time of Paul, the Greek education is the best education in the world. And there were a lot of great philosophers who came out from Greece. And just like the people who we know of, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. All these are Greeks. These are very wise people. And these are the Gentiles. The Jews demand for science. The Greeks wanted wisdom. But then Paul said, 
I only preach the message of the cross. And it is Christ crucified. And this message has become the stumbling block of the Jews. Because the Jews cannot accept Christ crucified. And how is it that this can become the Son of God? He is powerless. And so when the Lord Jesus was crucified, the, cross, the people below him said, If you can come down from the cross, then we will believe in you. And what is the meaning of this? On the cross, if he comes down, then this is a miracle. He is about to die. And he is dying. And then suddenly he comes down. And nothing happened. And then we will believe in you. And then the Lord Jesus did not want to come down. So they rejected the Lord Jesus being the Messiah. Because they feel that he's so weak. And he is a person who cannot perform miracles. And how is it that he can become our Messiah? So the cross has become the stumbling block of the Jews. And then the Gentiles. The, the cross has also become the stumbling block of the Gentiles. What the Gentiles wanted was education and wisdom. And they cannot accept it that a weak person has been crucified on the cross. This is, foolish, this is a foolish thing. And he even died on the cross. And then on the third day, he rose again. And their reasoning and their logic cannot accept this. And it is a ridiculous matter. And so the, uh, Paul said that the Gentiles did not, uh, the Jews did not want the cross because there are no signs and and the Gentiles also do not want the cross because it seems so foolish. But then Paul said, I only preach about Christ crucified. And I ask you a question. Has Paul not encountered or performed miracles? Has he not experienced miracles? Is it because of this that is why he's not able to speak of miracles? Or does he not have wisdom? And uh, he does not understand what they're talking about. That it's a very profound uh, message I cannot understand. No. No, it's not the case. In his entire lifetime, Paul was full of miracles and he was full of wisdom. And how is it that Paul believed in the Lord? He was on the road to Damascus. And then God appeared to him. And then there was a light that shone around him. And do you know, there is no light in this world that shines around you. There will definitely be a shadow. And where did this light come from? It came from God himself. And there was this voice that spoke to him. And the Bible speaks of it very in a very special manner. It says that the people around him did not understand what was spoken to him. They only heard the voice. And they, they, it was meaningless to them. But then only Paul understood what God told him. And when Paul believed in the Lord, he performed a lot of miracles. And I will share some with you. In Acts chapter three, uh, chapter thirteen. 
Paul caused Elimas to go blind. Elimas was a sorcerer. And he opposed the proclaiming of God's word. And Paul cannot tolerate it. In the name of Jesus, he asked, he caused this person to go blind. And then suddenly Elimas sight was gone. And then in Acts chapter 14, Paul heals a man born lame. He was not able to walk. And then Paul said, stand up on your feet. And then this person stood up. And then the Bible says, People thought that the gods have come down to them in human form. Because only God can perform miracles. In Acts chapter 19. And it is more special. People would use the handkerchief of Paul, bring it to the sick, and then the sick person was healed. Imagine. Imagine. If I give you my handkerchief, will you get healed? In chapter 20, it is later, Paul caused Eutychus from, uh, to rise from the dead. One day Paul shared the message and he talked on and on. It was very long. And he started from morning and then until night. And this young man was listening to him and was sitting on the balcony. And so those who are in the balcony, please pay attention. And he, fell, he was falling asleep. And then he fell down. And then he was dead. And so you should not sleep because it's very dangerous. And then Paul was not bad. Paul asked him to rise from the dead. And I cannot do that. Sorry. If you fall down and then you die, I will ask the ambulance to bring you to the hospital. And in the life of Paul, he performed a lot of miracles. And he did not speak of these. And was Paul someone who did not have wisdom? No, no, no. No, it's not the case. Do you know who the teacher of Paul is? The teacher of Paul was Rabbi Gamaliel. And during the time of Paul, Rabbi Gamaliel was one of the most famous and the greatest teachers during his time. Imagine the person who was most educated in the world was the teacher of Paul. And then there was another thing that happened. You will see that he was, Paul was having discussions in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. What is this Tyrannus? During that time, it was the center of education. And during that time, the people would debate about the truth in this place. It is like the most prestigious educational institutions during our time, Stanford, Oxford. And Paul was really an educated man. But then Paul said, I will not talk about all these. I will not talk about words of wisdom. I will only speak about the truth of the cross. 
what is the reason? Because Paul knew that these kinds of people, their minds have already been closed. They will not accept any other thoughts. And they will only listen to the things that they would want to listen to. And they would want to listen to stories, miracles. And they would want to know about human wisdom. But then the problem is, will miracles save us? And will human wisdom or worldly wisdom save us? Paul knew that it was not the case. Only Christ and Him crucified can save us. And this is our only hope. And so may the Lord help us. Dear church, if we preach this kind of message, 20 to 30 years ago, there was something that became famous. It was a seeker service. And as I listened to what the seeker service was, at first I felt that there was nothing wrong with it. Because it just means that the whole worship, the message, and um, the praise and worship would be towards those who are unbelievers. But then slowly I felt that there was something wrong. You know why? Why? Because Sunday worship should not be for the unbelievers. But rather, Sunday worship should be a place uh, or uh, an opportunity for the people who believe in the Lord to worship our God. And our God is the only object of our worship. And we are not against inviting unbelievers to come and listen to the message. But then please do remember that our main point is not for them. It's not They're not our own target. When they come, they will see how we worship. And it turns out that Christians are as such. And so dear church, when you come to the church to worship, you will allow the unbelievers to see one thing. That inside of you, you really believe the God that you worship. And so may the Lord help you. Your attitude is very important. You should not make the unbelievers around you doubt whether or not you really believe in the Lord. You know what this person, how this person worships. And on one hand, he is eating hamburger and drinking. And I'm telling you, you have to repent. And the Buddhists, their attitudes are more reverent. We have to allow people to see how we worship our God. But then, our worship is not targeted to unbelievers. And I oftentimes tell my co-workers, and you should not think of very wonderful programs and performances to draw people in. You know why? You know why? Because no matter how wonderful our performances are, we will definitely lose out to the unbelievers. If you look at those unbelievers, you look at the Olympic opening ceremony, 
中国创嘅啦。It was done by, the, by China。你永远追唔出嚟，我讲。It is something that you will not be able to produce。教会冇可能追够。The church will never be able to produce。You know why？ Why？ 因为佢咪占据占据嘅子啊。Because they use a lot of money for that。教会是 non-profit 嘅所在啊。And the church is non-profit。咱无法 afford 安尼款嘅，安尼款嘅物件。And we cannot afford such entertainment。但是，但是，人嚟交织嘅所在。When people come to this place， 所看到嘅物件 ，the things that they see， 咁世界人所看到嘅电话口闪闪闪 ，it is similar to the things that they see outside。Chairman， and I ask you， 今日我今日嚟教会啊 ？Why is it that I will come to the church？ 我去别地咪成日追。If I go to other places, it's all fine. And so, dear church, 那时候无先做人跨掉，只有这个所在有物件，话嗰时完全无可能有物件。And we have to allow the unbelievers to see the things that are only present in this place and the things that are not present outside. 一切只系所在。And in this place, 一听到生命嘅道。They will hear about the word of truth. 一听到上帝真理。And they will hear about the Truth of God. And in this place, you will see brother,、uh, the Christians loving one another. After we believe in the Lord, how our lives have changed. And this is something that the world can never give to them. That is the only time that their lives will also change.、And、so may the Lord help us. And Paul said. 这个蒙掉嘅人，无论是犹太人、希利人，基督就是上帝能力，是上帝智慧。But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. 我咧有一款嘅，有有一款嘅人，有一款嘅人。And there is such kind of person. 唔是犹太人，唔是希利尼人。That they are not Jews nor Greeks. 佢是基督所拣选嘅人，蒙掉嘅人。But they are chosen by God. 你讲啲啲什么嘅人咧 ？And what kind of people are these? 你讲第一章第二章 ，In First Corinthians chapter one verse two， 就是基督基基督耶稣里面加圣蒙掉最圣道嘅人。These are those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be His holy people。这个嘅人 ，These kinds of people， 因无爱神了，因无爱智慧 ，They do not want miracles nor wisdom。伊爱嘅爱是基督 ，But what they want is Christ。基督查出伊能力，查出伊智慧 ，And Christ becomes their power and their wisdom。这个人叫做基督徒。And these kind, and these kinds of these kinds of people are called Christians. 耶稣帮助人。And may the Lord help us. 我老公。Paul said. 因为上帝软弱，准备人智慧；人嘅软弱，准备人强壮。For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. 呢只嘅比较啦。And here is a comparison. 就是人嘅软弱及上帝智，人上帝软弱及人嘅智慧，就这个比较。It is a It is a comparison between the foolishness of God and the human wisdom. And it is also a comparison between the weakness of God and the strength of man. Of course, God is not weak. Of course, God is also not foolish. But this is just a comparison. Even though, even though, even though, if if God may be foolish. But his foolishness is actually wiser than human wisdom. What is the meaning of this? Because people see the cross as useless. And this useless cross can save us. And those who are very educated and very wise, they cannot change this world. And so God is weak. And、uh, the people of this world are wise. But the, weak, the weakness of God is stronger. Even though, 哎呀，阳光，阳光，但是我阳光比你更聪明吧。
They are saying that the cross is foolishness, but then the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. This is And this is the message of the cross. And the message has already been shared. And it is possible that many people still don't understand. Because this is a message. This is a theory. And this is This is a theory. But then I would like to share with you a story. And this can express everything that we've been talking about. It is in 1 Kings chapter 5. It is the story of the governor Naaman. Naaman is a governor. Naaman was a governor. And he really had authority and influence and power. And he defeated a lot of enemies but and won many battles. But he was afflicted with leprosy. And leprosy was of no cure before. And leprosy represents sin. Sin is, cannot, is something that cannot be resolved. And then suddenly, there was someone who told Naaman that there is a prophet in Israel named Elisha. Elisha can perform miracles and can cure your leprosy. So Naaman went to see Elisha. And he brought gold, silver, and a lot of gifts and went to the house of Elisha. But then, Elisha did not come out. And did not come out to see him. And asked one servant to go and tell him that he has to wash himself in the River Jordan. And then he will be cured. And Naaman was very angry. And why is it that he was in a rage? Because if you look at verses 11 to 12, but Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abena and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than any of the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Why is it that he was so angry? Why is it that he went there? Why is it that he wanted to flee? Because inside of his mind, he had this notion, he had this message, how is it that I will get well? First, he has to come out to see me. I am a VIP. And I am a governor. And I brought with me a lot of gold and silver. He has to come out and welcome me. Number two. Second, he has to stand before me. And call on the name of the Lord and pray for me. And third, he has to wave his hand over the spot. And then my leprosy will be cured. And these were the notions that Naaman had before he went to see Elisha. And what was the result? It was not this case. He did not come out. And he did not pray for me. And he did not lay hands on me. And even asked me to wash myself in Jordan River for seven times. And those people who have gone to the Holy Land, you would know. 
And I hope that you will have an opportunity to go there. The water in the Jordan River is not clean. It is not clear. It's yellow. So the governor was so angry. In my nation, the water there is cleaner. Imagine I have leprosy. After I wash myself there, infection. there will be infection. And then it will cause me to die faster. And so he was so angry. How foolish! How foolish! And that is the cross. How foolish! People felt that it was so foolish. And they did not want it. And they, he wanted to run away. Why is it that he was not able to leave? Because there was a servant that told him. We thank God that this person spoke. Naaman's uh, servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do such great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? My father. He said, my father. He said, my father. He said, my father. If the prophet had told you to do something, that by doing this, your leprosy will be cured. Will you not do it? If you are asked to offer 10 million and US dollars, if you have money, then you will also offer it, right? And he was asking you to just wash yourself. Why is it that you don't try it out? And then he was thinking, yeah, it's true. If I bathed myself and then I ended up having I end up having more leprosy, then I will cut the head of Elisha. So I'll try it out. And then the result was so he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, as the man of God had told him. And his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. After bathing, he was completely cured. He was like a young boy. young boy. I do not know what it looks like. But you look, you look at your pictures. <laughs> if I compare my uh, picture when I was 25 years old versus now when I'm 60, I am 60, I think, who is this ugly person? And you have not seen my picture when I was 25 years old. I was so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> he asked, <laughs> It was just this simple. And that is how it is with the message of the cross. And in the sight of men, the cross is foolishness. How can it be possible to be crucified on the cross on the third day rise again? And then if you believe in it, then you will be saved. Is it that simple? It is something that the human mind cannot how comprehend. How foolish it is. But then I ask you, if a person tells you, you want to be saved, it is very difficult. You have to do 100 things. And then one is more difficult than the other. And you will also do it. Is it so? And you are not able to do it. But then, if someone tells you the cross is just this simple, 
You can do nothing. You will do nothing. Just believe. Because someone has accomplished it. You. you just accept it. And then you will see that your life has yet changed. And this is the simple message of the cross. But then it is such a pity that there are different attitudes. People feel that what they think is right. Have this prejudice in their minds. They feel that it should be like this and like that. And there are a lot of Chinese people. If you tell them that you do not have to do anything in order to be saved, they will say it is impossible. How can it be possible? There's no free lunch. No, there's no free lunch. There's no free lunch. We need to do something. You have to do something. And it is through our good works. And I ask you. Can our good works cause us to be saved? And our wisdom cause us to be saved? It's not that we do not have experience. We have experience. And one, on one day, we become a good person. But then after another week, we become a bad person. And you should not say bad words, but then you end up saying bad words. You should not watch um, filthy things and you still watch filthy movies. It's not that we are unaware. But it's just that we are powerless to do But then we thank our God that the gospel is such such because God has already accomplished everything for us. And we only have to believe and accept. And I ask you, do you believe? Have you believed? Have you accepted? You should not use your mind to accept the salvation. You need not do anything because it has already been accomplished. And you only have to accept it. May the Lord help us. May the the message of the cross be kept inside of our hearts too. This is not something that is um, not a doctrine. But this is something that Naaman himself experienced. And this is something that really happened. It is recorded in the Bible. May the Lord help us. Let us pray. We thank you. The truth of the cross is very simple. But then oftentimes you are not able to accept it. Because we oftentimes have our own viewpoints. We have our own notion. And we cannot accept this thing that is very simple. We think that the message of the cross is something that's very foolish. But then may the Lord allow us to understand. But the foolishness of God is better than man's wisdom. And the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. May it be that through faith and by faith we will be able to accept the salvation. It's not that we have heard this message, but it's, it's that we accept this message. May the Lord through the Holy Spirit work in our midst today. And move the brothers and sisters, our relatives and friends. That we may accept this precious and simple message of the cross. That Lord Jesus has been crucified on the cross for us. And has risen from the dead for, for us. 
and they will come again for us. And we thank you, God. As we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.